Welcome to another edition of Run Talk SA, hosted by Mr. Active, David Katz, where we chat everything to do with running from a South African perspective. Don't forget, you can be in touch too. Just search for Run Talk SA on social media. Welcome to this week's edition of Run Talk SA. I'm David Katz, Mr. Active, and I've got another great motivating story this week, and it it was an interesting encounter and a chance encounter. I bumped into Mel Rakusen in a pharmacy up the road from where I live, and we just got chatting about exercise and being healthy. And Mel's well into her 50s now, but extremely fit and extremely healthy, even though she likes to say she's not quite as fit as she can be. And Mel, you've got some fascinating stories. Thanks for joining us on Run Talk SA today. Thanks, David. It was very nice to meet you. And uh, also... Very, I think a very lucky encounter for me. Um, my story is that I was diagnosed with colon cancer just after riding the 94.7 in 2010. And the doctors told me that if I did not have part of my colon removed, I would definitely be dead within a couple of years. So that was a very, very scary thing for me. I just thought, how is this possible? I'm fit, I'm healthy, I'm strong, and how how would this how could this possibly happen? Um so after having my colon removed, part of my colon, it took me two years to recover. It was a very long, hard road. And I slowly, slowly started getting my fitness back. My brother, who lives in London, said to me, is there anything that you would really, really love to do? And I said, you know, before this, I had considered doing a half Ironman. So he said, okay, it's done. You're entered. So I said, Are you serious? He said, I'm on the Henley Challenge website right now. I've entered you and myself and a cousin who also lives in London. And we're doing it. This was in December 2012. He said, you've got eight months or nine months to train. It's in September 2013. Best you get started. And it was a very daunting task. It really was. I contacted many coaches and many people said they were not prepared to help me. They said I was high risk, that I couldn't do it, I was too ill. And I thought about it very carefully and I said, that's not possible. No. You can't tell me what I can't do. You can only tell me what I can do. And eventually I found somebody he was a very good triathlete. Um, and she said to me, Mel, I know you. And I know what you're capable of. Of course you can do it. But be aware that you're accountable to me. And every second day, you will report to me about what you've done in your training. And that's exactly what I did. And even through that year of training hard, It did not come without challenges. I experienced a lot of pain in my stomach. In fact, when I was out running one day, doing a lovely 21k run, I had 
this pain in my stomach and I bent forward and ran straight into a road sign. Did that stop me? No. I got a plastic surgeon and my first question to him after he stitched up 20 stitches in my head was, when can I start training again? And he said, maybe you shouldn't. And I said, well, maybe I should. So when can I start? Two weeks later, I was back on the road. And it was just an amazing journey. It was absolutely fantastic. So in 2013, September, I did the Henley Half Ironman. And a kilometer before the bike transition to the run, I came with my bike. Roads were wet in London. And um, so I came with my bike. And they said to me again, um, we think you should stop. So I said, no. All I could see was this medal. Um, and I thought, no, they can't tell me to stop. Nothing's broken. I asked some spectators to, it must have been quite funny actually, because my bike kind of landed up between my legs, one foot still in the cleat, and uh, my one leg was pretty badly damaged. And uh, some people helped me. And I took one of my, I was quite shocked, took one of my, my sweets, my 32GR sweets, and got myself, I said, help me back on my bike, which they did. And I got to transition, and at transition they said to me, you have to stop. I said, no. Bring a medic, bandage me, clean it up, help me put my shoes on. And I did the, the run, which was fantastic. I mean, people were just screaming, like, you know, because you've got your name on your number and South African badge and whatever. And they said, they, they just kept motivating me. Go, you can do it, you can do it. Even the top guys who were doing the full Ironman saw me kind of struggling with this one bandaged leg. And they were amazing. They said, well done, keep going. And I did it. And I did 7 hours 45, which I was thrilled about. I probably would have done just over 7 hours. Um, and that was at the age of 53. So I, I can only really say to people out there, nothing is impossible. Nothing. Nothing can stop you if you've made up your mind. And as long as you've got a dream and a goal and a vision and you work towards that, you can do anything you want to. You can do absolutely anything you want to. Well, I love that story. And what I love the most is that motivation, that belief. And that's what endurance athletics or sports is about. It's you get to this point where you are struggling, you're feeling terrible, but You've got to be able to motivate yourself and believe that you can do it. And you seem to have applied that to getting over your treatment following cancer as well, which is such an amazing story. But also what helped you is you've pretty much been fit your whole life. And how important is that for people as well to maintain fitness uh, throughout their lives? And it stood you in good stead and it's going to stand pretty much anyone in good stead. Well, I think, I think it's the key to, any, to everything because life is just better when you are able to exercise. You you see things in a different way. Um, and it's not about being very skinny or it's not about that kind of thing. It's about maintaining a quality of life. And, I mean, after my op, which was a big op, I was back at work in 10 days. Now, 
for that kind of heart, most people take six weeks to recover. But I was, I was lucky. I was really lucky that I was so fit. And I, I still have dreams. Although I've just turned 55, my goals are to possibly run two oceans, do trail running. Um, and one of the biggest things that I really would love to do is another half Ironman. And the other thing is to summit Kelly. Um, those for me are, they're there, they are written down absolute goals. And I will do them. Um, I've already, I've entered 94 Pennsylvania again for this year. So that's on track. Plus a couple of good runs. Um, and just, just being fit is really the best thing that you can do for yourself. So many things could have really destroyed my life. They could have made me feel so bad that I didn't want to get up and do things. But it's not a, it's not a consideration if you get out there and move yourself. Well, you've done a bit of everything. You're on the bike. You've obviously been in water, and you've run quite a bit. So where did that sort of running journey start for you? In, I was a student, and sadly, I smoked for about two years, cigarettes. And um, one day I woke up. I was 24, and I thought, no, this, this to live like this is not an option. The smell of the cigarettes. The, my skin was like a yellow colour. I was always tired. So I took the money that I used for cigarettes and I joined Run for Life. And that was how I started running. And I could barely run the field. I thought, jeez, what kind of damage have I already done? I mean, to not be able to run one soccer field. And I carried on and I persevered. And um, and that's how I started. And I started running 10 kilometers and 15 kilometers and half marathons and marathons. I didn't do that many marathons, but that's how I started running. And I loved it. I loved every single second of it. In fact, when my kids were, were small, I used to get up every single morning. And I used to run 10 or 15 kilometers, get back take them to school, do whatever I needed to. And that's how I, I just, I've loved exercise. It's been the best thing for me ever. Well, Mel, just to end off with, for people out there who are running, who are currently training, maybe comrades is their goal. Maybe it's something smaller, like a 10-kilometer or their first half marathon. What's the one thing? I mean, you've given us some great advice and great motivation, but if you could just say one line to someone to really motivate them to achieve that goal and to not give up, what would it be? I would say have a vision of what you want and believe in yourself. Believe without a doubt that you can accomplish whatever you want to. So that's my advice to people out there. Well, Mel, thanks for your time today and thanks for sharing your story with us and your energy and, and your visions just, I think, give other people energy. They definitely give me energy. So we'll look out for you in achieving those goals. And thank you so much for joining us here on Run Talk SA. We'll be back with you next week, same time, same place. 
Thanks for listening to this week's Run Talk SA. We love hearing from you, so check us out on social media. Just search for Run Talk SA or email podcast at runtalksa.co.za. You can also advertise your race on our platform. Just go to runtalksa.co.za forward slash race to find out more.